all I'm saying is that we can go until the topic is discussed. And that's how we want to do anyway. Okay. So, episode one, Mama's House in the Penthouse. I'm excited to be here. I'm super excited like, to be here. Everybody, know, go ahead and introduce yourself. Well, I go by the Hungry Hustler Afro Man. Now I'm playing. <laughs> My name is DJ Edmund. Most of you, you may know me as um, the Moonwalk Man. Majority of you may know me as your barber. The other ones may know me as your local MC or your worldwide MC, depending on what frame you met me in. Yeah. The other ones may know me as um, Uncut CEO. You might not. You might have dropped down back a couple years ago and met me as Country Cowboy, or a few years before that and met me as College Cowboy. I mean, the voice of TSU. Yeah, I mean, there's just so many spectrums you might have met me under. Yeah. But I want you to introduce yourself for me, Mister. Okay, Hicks. okay. You know, if you met me through DJ, mm. of course, the spectrum you met me in. You might know me as Mister Hicks, but my real name is Princeton Hicks. I'm an entrepreneur. I've been doing this four years. Came from my mama's house. From the bottom. And that's what we're talking about on the show. Yeah. So a lot of people want to know um, how. How? how? What's, what's the formula? What's the strategy? What, what, do, do you, do you, do you um, get, get a, a pencil and, and, and paper and, and, write, and write this down? Or do you just listen? Or do you, like, what, what's the what's, formula? What's the, what's the steps? And that's, that's what we, I want to go in depth on this. Because I think you're a good person to talk to about this because... You actually did this. Yeah. You actually went from your mama's house to the pen- We're in a penthouse recording right now. Currently. I mean, I think it's only right to do that, especially for the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and and just going off of what you said, how 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 do you do that? Okay. And and before we even get started about how you do it, okay. I like to let everybody know that Mr. Hicks has the answers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just letting you know that off tops. But it's all up to you to listen. I mean, when he told me these answers, when 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 I had the opportunity to listen, I think the only thing that separated me from anybody else was I just actually went and did the shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just actually plugged everything in yeah. and started turning the engine. Yeah. And see, you've already touched on one of the key things that we're going to talk about, which is massive action. Hmm. That's If you watch anything, takingmassiveaction.com, of course, Country Bumps. I'm just going to put the plug in there because I don't – I, I got to plug you. Yeah. But what I'm saying – is that was the big that was the big one. That was one of the big ones. And just to give you a little bit of background on my story, you know, I work with a lot of big companies, big corporations now. A lot of people bring me in to consult with them. And when I started, when I started, I was literally sleeping on my mama's floor. I had tears in my eyes. I was a grown ass man at my mama's house, sleeping on the floor. And I had a dream one night. Now, most people say, What was it? Was it divine inspiration? What was it? I what don't was know. It? Tell, but tell dream, me what it was. Refresh a dream me. came to me and said, You create the world around you. Mm. So I got up and I said, you know what? I'm not going to make any excuses. I'm going to go out here and start taking action. Because at this point, just to give you a little more background, I had read a bunch of books. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was educated, yeah. super educated, but nothing was happening. Nothing. nothing was happening. So when we talk about how to make it happen, we not, we're not going into, you know, go 17 years to school, get 55 degrees, and then you still <laughs> hate your job, broke as fuck, and you're still trying to find ways to get out of your mama's house. Or we don't want you to be that dude. You know that one dude who always telling you shit like he like, oh, you know, this the movement, man. We about to change things. We about to collaborate. We about to do all this. But they broke as hell and they're not doing nothing with their life. Exactly. We don't want you to be that person either. Exactly. We want you to be the person who you're balling. You're bossing up. I got, Will, what do you think about that? Is he here? Yeah. I agree. I yeah. definitely agree. You know, uh, different parallels and different levels to this shit. And DJ and Prince are about to do. Take you to the next motherfucker. 
And that's what I wanted to, to, to piggyback off. I appreciate you, Will, for tuning in. And for those of you who can't see, simply because we have not got our Mevo camera, but that's on the way. That is happening. That is definitely happening. Will, Mr. William Harwell is in the back cooking it up, yeah. okay? And it's not just cooking up something random. It's not working for anyone. I mean, not to, not, not to, not, because it's levels to everything, yeah. number one. Yeah. He is back here doing it by himself for himself. And that's what it takes. Mm-hmm. I feel like becoming an entrepreneur, you have to, you, things have to give. You, you're, going in, you're going into a different world. You're going into a totally different world. And, and what we talked about, we, wanna, we want to create our own world. We want to create a place. We want to bring people into our experience because it's about living the life you want. Exactly. I'm, I'm big about like breaking free from chains because, you know, you, wait, you go through life and, you know, your mom, your parents, they tell you, you know, go to school, get a job. You think that's the only way to be successful. I but this is, that. this is not, it's not, and you know, you may love your mom. I love my mom too, but it's like, shit, mom, I got to do me. I got to do me I gotta out do here. do me. Fuck that. <laughs> I got to do me. Yeah. So I think that's, that's what I want to start. I want to start with the decision. This mm. may sound simple, but it's the first thing I think is just making the decision. When I got up off the floor, there's, there can't, like people always talk about plan A, plan B's and stuff like that. It's not so much that you have to do one business. But you have to have a, like, this is where I'm going. I'm going to be an entrepreneur. And there's just no compromise on it. Because exactly. I feel like if you give yourself that option to go backwards, you're going to always drag your feet. Exactly. When, when the easy opportunity comes along, you're going to be like, well, shit, I'm just going to go back to this little job, make me a couple couple dollars here and there. But when I put myself in that position, it was like, well, shit, I got to make this work because there's no other option. There's no other option. And so, I want to... No, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, perfect. So, not to cut you off, Mr. Hicks, but that's a valuable point right there. It's like... You live in your sections. It's like, yeah. um, for instance, people want to. The true answer to how you get in a penthouse, I'm gonna give it to you. Go ahead, please tell them. Are you ready for this? I'm. I'm been waiting. You just fucking pay the rent. That's what it is. It's so simple. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. I had a conversation <laughs> with myself, Mister Higgs. I had a fucking conversation with myself. Excuse yeah. my French. I love all y'all. I had a conversation with myself before I moved here. I said. I can, I know I know what I make. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I said either I can go somewhere where I can afford, or I can try to do something different. You pressed yourself. Come pressed on. myself. Yeah. I say I'm about to go somewhere where I've never been. Uh-huh. Okay. Somewhere where I don't even really know. Yeah. If I can afford. Yeah. Right. But I did it. Yeah. Okay. It might not be as easy for anybody else, but. I did it. But see, what we talked about is a big word. You know what I'm going to say that we talked about. Yeah. This, this is, uh, let, pause, let's pause real quick. This secret I'm about to say right now, no, this is not gas or anything. I swear, most, most people who hear this word, I'm going to let you say it. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying. Most people who hear this word, will just it'll breeze over their head. They will not know what the hell we're talking about. And they don't know. This, I promise this one thing will get you wherever you want in your life. What, what word am I talking about? It's the very word that actually changed my life. I mean, I just broke it down a little bit. I did a brief um, overview overview of how I got here, but I didn't mention this word. I was actually waiting on you to give me the cue. Yeah. I was thinking that we was going like, to not talk about it, but... Um, do you want to wait? Or do I don't, you want to wait? Uh, <laughs> should we wait? Will, should we give him that yeah, word? Because that word, that, that word is so powerful, it's scary. I mean, honestly, I'm not even on the podcast, but I just <laughs> believe that some of these people... When they hear this one word, oh my god, are not going to be ready for the shit at okay. all. Okay, so before we segue into this word, right? Because mm-hmm. it is one of the things that we're going to talk about firstly 
it's actually how you do everything. It's, it's the foundation. It's mm-hmm. the fundamental foundation. I swear without this word, I'd still be at my mom's house just sleeping on the floor, doing nothing. Nothing. I'm just doing nothing. But let me, let me, I guess I want to ask the viewers or listeners, well, we haven't got viewers yet. We got listeners. Mm-hmm. I want to ask the listeners, would you like to be able to make piles of cash? Piles of it. Piles of cash. Mm. And it just seems like it's flowing in, flowing in, flowing in, and you're doing less and less work. Now, most people say, oh, this, you're talking about being lazy. No, no, no. I'm talking about optimizing your life in a way that your work gets you more done, right? Mm. So if you're working 10 hours, how much work are you getting done? You could go work at Grocery Supply. I had a friend who worked at Grocery Supply. 10 hours, back-busting labor, that's $15, right? 15 But if I can make them Shit. same 10 hours, make me, me $5,000, $10,000. How about $15 million? That's what I'm saying. Those same 10 hours. Yeah. Because Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, they all have the same 24 you do. Yeah. It's not like they're in a parallel universe. So how <laughs> their money is working way more is because they understand this con- this one word we're talking about. I've researched books, everything, talked to millionaires. Me and my Will, he's in the studio. Me and my boy, we had a uh, we worked with who? Matthew knows, Beyonce's father. Beyonce's father. And he told me the difference. I don't know if I'll talk about this on this episode. Uh-huh. He did tell me the difference between Solange and Beyonce. Uh-huh. He told me the key, and I, that stuck with me. Yeah. But one of the big things he talked about, and one of the big things every millionaire talks about, is, is that this one word. word. That's word. Can, can I give it to him? I know they want it. I know they want it. I know they want it. Y'all bullshit. Y'all really bullshitting right now. Let me tell them. The word that we want to talk to you all today about is a very word that touches my soul when I hear it. At first, when Mr. Hicks told me, yeah, you know, but then, look, I ain't got to do it like that, though, because look, look. You know how you know how I went you know how I went I remember the first day the first day you told me about this word it kind of just breezed over my head I'm like what the fuck is this lunatic talking yeah, about exactly. right and it's kind of what I think it's what everybody does I get to talking to my people about this word and they and they go like all right DJ you here, here you go like tripping crazy. it's like oh they, you just see them drift off I'm about to tell y'all this word and I don't want it to do that to y'all I don't want this word to go over your head I feel like the reason why you own this podcast is to get something from us it's like the reason why you came. You didn't come here to hear me. I'm pretty sure you hear me enough on Snap. Yeah. We're giving you stuff that you've never received I got, before. I got probably over 15, 20 hours of content. Oh, my YouTube God. So if you came, yeah, you've heard me talk. Exactly. This word, oh, I still feel like teasing him, but I'm going to just shove it in him right now. It's sister. Ah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sister. Uh, no, nah, nah, I'm fucking. I'm, I'm playing. I, I just want, I had it one more time. Go ahead. This word is systems, ladies and gentlemen. Systems. Systems. System. This, Think this. about this. Hold on, Go Mr. Ahead. Higgs. Go Think ahead. about this. Brief overview. Mm-hmm. People see systems so much. My mother is calling me. I'm going to call her back. People see systems so much, and they ran so smoothly, you don't even recognize mm-hmm. them. Let's, let's, let's take Walmart, for example. Yeah. You walk in Walmart, who the first person you see? The greeter. The greeter. Mm-hmm. You think she's just there? You like, think, like, just you think, like she was like, you know what? I'm just, walk I'm just going to greet people today. That's what I want to do. <laughs> I just feel good about myself. I'm about to greet you. <laughs> no. It's called a system. Mm-hmm. Okay? When you go down the aisle, you're looking for the peanut butter and jelly because you know you're on a budget. Mm-hmm. I've been on budgets. I'm still on a budget. I don't care. I'm always now, on a budget. We talked about one meal a day for years. Yeah, well, of course. I mean, we done done that. I hope y'all, I mean, if you have to, you know what I'm saying, sacrifice. But that's not the topic at yeah. hand. When you walk down the aisle in Walmart, what do you see? Mm, you see all kind of stuff arranged in their proper position. And then you see that one person doing what? Stocking. 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 You think 
he walked in there in the, in the morning and said, you know what? Today, I'm stocking shit. I'm just this is what I'm doing today. He, no, he don't have no manager who's like, you know what? This is your job. He just walked in. He knew the stock. And he's just like, I'm just going to put the peanut butter on aisle six. That's why I feel like peanut butter goes, so I'm going to do that. Right. And, and I'm going to remember out of all this stuff in this store because there's yeah. thousands of items. I'm in my head somehow going to memorize where all this stuff goes. Yeah. Every single day. Take it a step further. When you get, when you're done putting your items in the basket, where do you go, Mr. Higgs? You go to the checkout. Oh, my God. No, no, no. That's where you go. That's where you go. Who's there? Is that a cashier? That's a cashier. You think that this cashier woke up in the morning and said, you know what? Today. I'm going to do I'm just gonna handle on, the money. Let's, let's go. I'm just step. gonna. I'm just gonna. Let's go one step further. Huh. She's working on. What is she working on? A computer. Ooh. Oh. She just. She just had the technical skills. She walked in and said, "You know, I'm here. Just, just give me this this computer, and I'm gonna just know how to operate. I'm just gonna do it. I'm just, I'm just gonna. Y'all just trust me enough <laughs> to put the money in there. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah. Exactly. And, yeah. And then and then we we just gonna be good at the end. Like and, and even when it gets overflowed, because you know it's only four aisles open in Walmart. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be able to handle this traffic. Yeah, I'm just going to be able to do that. So the moral of the story is all of that is premeditated, Mm -hmm. okay? And that is what you call a big system. Before we broke that down to you, can you honestly say you recognize that? And if you have, did you even think about the word system? Yeah. That is what this podcast is about. That is the difference between actually taking something and understanding it and then doing the biggest thing that you can ever do, take massive action. And see, I think what why it's so important to talk about this, and when we talk about how we got started, is because everything, when you got a good system, like you said, it becomes invisible. Mm. You don't, you don't you even know happening. You don't know who the boss when is. You go, when you go to a restaurant, when you order something online, that's not... Red, like if you order something, I don't know if anybody here has ever ordered something from Amazon. Have you ordered something from Amazon? I just did. Okay, you just ordered something. This Mike. <laughs> How do you think somebody who services millions of people, they all across the world, how do you think they get that to you? You exactly. think it just randomly somehow they send an order to the to the warehouse and then it, it's written down. They know how it's going to operate. They know from the point of when they pick it up from wherever it is, their fulfillment center, all the way to when it gets to your door, how it's going to happen, how it's going to work. That is a system. A working system. And really, any big business is just a bunch of systems working together. A bunch That's of them. All it is. And I want to talk to y'all about this. A lot of times, when we, and a lot of people listening to this um, know the art of a system. They know, they know that it takes a system to build stuff. Mm-hmm. But this is what's wrong with your system if it's not working. Mm-hmm. It's called a little symptom, a little symptom called homeboy business. You ain't know I was going to bring it there, right? So what I'm saying is, imagine this, right? Walk into Walmart and your homeboy greeting. Instead of, how you doing today? Welcome to Walmart. What it do, fam? What up, boy? What up, boy? What it do, nigga? You, you, know, you good? You know what I hate the most, though? What you hate? When you do homeboy business, you just don't get treated the right way. You just don't. You, like just, you, walk, you walk in a full suit. They're like, what's up? What's good, bro? Just, yeah, just walk to the back aisle. And yeah. see what's good back there. I yeah. think it's on, I think, on some shit. I, I don't remember where they put the shit at. Yeah, like yeah. You know what I'm like saying? Imagine going to the stalker, asking them for some peanut butter, and they tell you, man, what the fuck you mean? I don't know. I don't know what a peanut butter at. Bro, what do you expect? Why would you, I know where that's at? Why would I know what a peanut butter at, bro? I mean, well, let me, hold on. Let me call my people real quick. 
Maybe they gonna answer for and, me. Hold and, on real quick. And this is what's surprising. People have a business and they be like, oh, I don't understand why people don't keep buying from me. I don't understand why people don't keep coming back. But their customer service is shit. Shit. It's garbage. It's called homeboy business. Homeboy business. That's the that's it's it's the it's the it's what breaks everything down. Here's another symptom of homeboy business, by the way, right? Hmm. You got your homeboy, they don't actually do the work. They they're, un, they're not accountable. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, bro, I get to it when I can. Fifty five minutes late, stuff just doesn't work. That's this the stuff that's gonna keep you from getting to the highest level. Now, you want me to break it down in a very technical terms? Please do. Okay. So there's this thing. I was telling somebody, I always tell people about this. Self-discipline is one of the most important skills you're going to have to master if you want to be successful. Matter of fact, any success principle we talk about over the duration of this podcast will not work if you don't have the self-discipline to execute on what we're telling you. Exactly. First thing you said to me is what? The reason you were different is because you just applied. I just did it. I've been dropping it. By the way, I've been dropping this information for years. For years. Self-discipline, most important principle of all the other success principles. Exactly. Now, there's something in self-discipline called a CLM or a career limiting move. Mm. Now, I want you to imagine you got a big. Uh, let's, let me pose the question to you, DJ. Okay. You run a big company. Yep. And you need a photographer to take pictures for you. I do. Let's say you're about to pay him thousands of dollars to do this. Mm-hmm. So you meet with him, you sit down with him. He says, "You know what, DJ? I got you. I can do this for you. I can do. I got you." Now, the day of, you got models out there. You got 20, 30 models out there. You got sponsors. You got all kinds of people there waiting to see this shoe. You call the photographer. He doesn't answer. You call him again. He doesn't answer. You call him again. He doesn't answer. He shows up two hours late. By that time, you spent thousands of dollars and all the miles and stuff you've left. You've lost money. Would you work with that photographer again? Never again. He has just performed what you call a career limiting move. Now, what say I backdoor and say, hey, DJ, this guy just hit me up. He wants to do my photography for my big shoe. And I said, what do you think? Should I hire him? No. Well, he's now reached the limits of how high he can go because he doesn't have the discipline to do what? Something simple like get up on time. Exactly. To put in the work, to actually execute on the stuff that's being said. Exactly. So when you're bullshitting, you're basically performing career-limiting move after career-limiting move, and that's why you can't move up. When I was sleeping on my mama's floor, I was doing that to myself. So when I got up and said, you know what? I'm going to be on time. I don't, I don't care about what society's telling me I should do. I'm just like, oh, I'm going to do it. Because I'm put, I'm gonna push myself up. It's yeah. about me. It's, it's about discipline. me. So self discipline is, is is gonna be the main thing. So when it comes to implementing these systems, you can have a great system documented. If you don't have the heart to execute it, that's what's really gonna stop you. Exactly. That's a career limiting move. It's a career limiting move. And and those are the things that, that just holds us down. This is like 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 you tell me all the time, or do you just do you just not wanna make no money? Exactly. What are you doing? What what you call and told me? I'm, <laughs> I'm ta- insulting. <laughs> I called P. I called P the other day. I say, Hicks, Mr. Hicks, stop talking to me. <laughs> I'm getting insulted right now. <laughs> I'm ready to work. It's just what I do, man. I'm ready to work. I'm tired of I'm tired of talking. I don't want to talk anymore. Yeah. I don't want to talk about doing anything. Let's just that's, freaking do it. But that's what that's what we're doing this podcast for, right? Like mm-hmm. we want to show that this is not magic. Like I know when you look at these people who are big, you're thinking, oh, this is magic. No, it's they, not. They've somehow figured out the matrix or the code or somehow, and they're doing something that you cannot do. No. And I'm telling you, this simple stuff I'm talking about, this is the stuff that, that did it. Like, now, like, like, like how you told me, hey, we need, to do a, we need to do a podcast. Exactly. What I did. You said, oh, I'm going to tell you exactly what you did. I said, yeah, you know, all we need to do to do this podcast, I got a mic. You just need to get a mic. So, like most people, I'm like, probably bullshitting. About five weeks from now, he's going to be like, man, we still need to do that. 
He sends me a video message. I wish this was the video recording right now so I could show it to you. I still have it. Send me a video message. He said, you see the thing about me, Mr. Hicks? When I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. And now we sitting here talking to you in beautiful, stunning, high-quality audio. High-quality audio. High he, quality told audio. Me, he told me what mic to get. And 30 seconds later, I yeah, had the mic, mic in my hand. It was ordered in my hand two days later. That's action. That's action. And most people be like, well, I don't know, man. Maybe we need to think about it. And no, think what? about what? What are you thinking about? Think about what? What? You know what? what? You know what? I talk to people all the time. You know what's the most common? I, I was talking to this guy the other day. He's a lawyer. This, was, this fucked me up. This, this is why I do what I do, DJ. This mm-hmm. is why I do. We is, uh, we're at homecoming, prayer view. Yep. Homecoming. I'm talking to this guy. Lawyer. Went through the seven years of school. Went through the whole legal school and all that. Or law school, I mean. So he walks up to me. He said, I've been watching your videos. Now, keep in mind, I dropped out of school. Yeah. He's watching my videos to teach him how to do business. He said, I realized school gave me a lot of skills. Oh, man, don't never, get me started It never school. taught it me. It never taught, I said taught it me. It never taught me. Mm-hmm. How to be successful on my own and build my own business. Mm. It only taught me how to work for other people. And that's why I think people understand. They think I'm this in school. You want to be an entrepreneur? If you listen to this, you probably do. It's not there. You, you could probably tell them better because you're currently. I'm currently in school. I can tell them the truth, but I'm going to stray away from that. You and Will know the truth. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, oh, you know what I'm saying? You know the truth. Maybe, but maybe it'll slip out in a later episode. I am a college graduate of Texas Southern University. I graduated with a kinesiology degree, uh, minor, excuse me, and a major in communications. I uh, currently went back for grad school for marketing, but I know what grad school is. I know what school is. To me, it's a diabolical plan to take your money and how you pay it back. Okay. Let me Think ask about- you a question, what you said in a diabolical plan. Mm-hmm. What other product on the earth can you purchase, and if it does not give you what you want, you can't get your money back? What other product on earth? Hmm. It, I'm saying, keep in mind, it doesn't perform what you say it's supposed to perform. Because when you go to college, what are you supposed to do? You get a job, right? Yeah. So if I get a job, I should be able to get that money. If I can't get a job, I should be able to get that money back, right? Yeah, I need like, that. It didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't work. I need, I need, I need I all that. I, I, I need I raise refund. my debts, everything. I don't have a job. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's, that's all I'm saying. So for my lawyer friend, if it didn't teach him how to build his own firm. What's up? I need that lawyer. I need that I need that. I need that shit back. Yeah, I need it back, and I and I and I really, I really, I'm really, I really appreciate you saying that. But this is not how life works. Yeah, that's why I know it's a diabolical plan. I mean, see, if this mic was broke, what would you do with it? I throw it away. Or what would you do? Or I would try to fix it. Or what else? Or I if would Amazon sell it. sent it to you broke. Oh, I'm sending it back. Get my money back. Point blank. It's not like that. You gonna call and be like, "Well, bro, you, the mic is the mic. The mic. Is- <laughs> the mic is the mic, bro. You got it." <laughs> but I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, it's like that's why I feel like school is just like, yeah, bro. I went to school, but it really didn't teach me anything. Well, bro, that's, that's your L. fault. That's your that's L. Your L. <laughs> that's your L. In the words of myself, that is your L, that is buddy. Your L. That is your so, L. So that's that's what I'm looking at. But go ahead, continue. So, I mean, school to me, like I told you, is a diabolical plan. But in life, I'm in a, I'm in a point in my life where I have to play the game. Mm-hmm. In a little while, I, I'm going to create my own game. Yeah. I'm creating my own that's, game that's now. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing now. You create your own way. You create your own game. And like I told y'all, can I tell y'all? I can, I can, I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all. I love y'all on the podcast. So I feel like this is um, just between me and y'all. When I get my big check, I'm getting big checks. That's not, that's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I'm going to send 
financial aid, all of their money, right? And I'm going to attach a picture of my ass in PDF file mm-hmm. right along with the rest of the money that I owe them and tell them, kiss this motherfucker, yeah. okay? Mm-hmm. Because y'all robbed me. Mm-hmm. Not saying drop out of school, okay? No, no, no. Definitely oh, not saying drop oh, out of school. Oh, can we touch on that, though? Yeah, please. Because, see, this is, the, this is the common misconception people get when they talk about dropping out of school. Oh, I dropped out of school. And people be like, oh, you dropped out of school. They, I think when people think when you drop out of school, it's like, it's about to be a party now, right? Yeah. It's about to be, I'm at the house, I'm chilling, I'm firing up Madden, I got 2K, I'm firing I got up my Madden. franchise going, yeah. I'm, 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 about to, I'm off to the races, right? Yeah. I'm playing Call of Duty every day. With, with like, bullshit. Yeah, I'm just, boy, I'm, call, I'm calling girls up, yeah, what's up, come through, holla at your boy. No. If you drop out of school, if you want to take the route like I did, prepare to bust your ass. Prepare to work. 24 hours. Exactly, because I, how many textbooks you think you read in school? I tell you, you know me, my situation is a little bit different. I had that. <laughs> but I'm saying, you, how many books you think the average person Oh, yeah, well, well, to answer that, probably about a good 20. 20. I have read in the last, this is no exaggeration. People going to think I'm lying. In the last four to five years, Tell I have on. read over 500 books. Jeez. On every discipline you can think about from marketing, sales, psychology, finance, Whatever you can think about, I read it. You throw a book out, all the books that you like, the Think and Grow Riches. I read everything, everything. That's just that side, but everything finance, tax code, everything you can think about. I read it. I read it. Yeah. I read it. So it's not like I got out of school and it was, oh yeah, now I'm back at the house. It was like, I, I was like going to get a doctorate or something. I still was studying. The only difference was, this, was for me. It was exactly. easy for me to study because it's like, this is going to do something where I'm in control. Exactly. And that's something that, I, that was big on me. I'm in grad school currently right now. And what we do is um, we, we, it's, a, it's assignment where you create a proposal, correct? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? So this proposal is supposed to be what they want your proposal to be. Except I'm actually creating fucking proposals. This is what we do over here, right? My guys over here, they help me create proposals. I cannot create a proposal about some shit that I'm not doing. Keep, keep in mind, Will, since you're here right now, right? When we got Play Houston, how did we get it? What did we have to create? We had to create proposals, but what I feel like most importantly, we had to do is show our experience and our know-hows from previous events that we had already coordinated, which were also included in the proposal. Exactly. So I want you to tell me what happened when you gave this proposal to Mr. Matthew Knows. Mr. Matthew Knows, and if you don't know, again, I'm talking about Beyonce's father. Multi-million. You know Beyonce. They sold, at the time, what, 300 million records? Okay. This person. So, I want, this is why I'm saying this. I'm not trying to be somebody who's name dropping just for the sake of it. This is not a person who doesn't know what the hell a good proposal is. So, this is not like some guy I'm just walking in his office like he's never seen a proposal. This dude worked with people like Columbia Records and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. High-level people. He was so impressed with the proposal that he literally gave us his venue. Free. On a deal. We partnered with him. Most people he was charging. He partnered with us. And it led to us throwing a New Year's Eve party, which you were at, by the way, correct? Yeah. Snuck in. At Beyonce's child. Well, I paid for that child. Yep. I paid for that You one. paid for it? I think I did. People hit me up when I was at home coming talking about, we paid $50 to get in there. Now, keep in mind, keep in mind, I was, at my, I was on my mama's floor when I did this. Mm-hmm. So, I went and made the proposal. Me and Will, we made the proposal. We sat down. We put all his stuff from his promotion for all the years he does promotion. And what did I tell you, Will, when I was making it, about what he was going to do? What he was going to do? What do you mean you want to read it? I said, I'm going to create this proposal in a way 
that when he goes through it, he's going to see just headlines and pictures and stuff like that. Because I know this is a busy man. I'm thinking about his experience. And we're definitely going to talk about this later. Mm-hmm. This is, that's a skill. But I don't want to get too much in this first episode. No, I don't want to overwhelm him. He was so impressed with it that when we walked in the next day, his secretary was like, I don't know what y'all did. He's impressed with y'all. He mm-hmm. said he was taking our proposal around everybody in the office and saying, look how good this proposal is. School didn't teach me that. School did not School teach, teach him so, that. So if I can go into his office and get him excited, what does that mean for you? But school is teaching you what? Oh, do your MLA format. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, <laughs> I'm going to put you in your chin for telling me that, bro. I have to create a, a proposal right now. And the teacher told me if it's not an MLA format, it ain't right. Like, 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 like <laughs> come on. Like, like, be honest, like, like Mr. No said, you know what, Will, Miss Hicks? Loved your proposal, but you know what? One problem. One problem. <laughs> this proposal is not in, in MLA, MLA format. <laughs> like what? I have a five billion dollar idea, and it's not an MLA format. That's the only problem. That's, and that's what that's what heals me about all this stuff when they talk about the education system. If you want to get a job, yes, it's perfect. If you want to be a doctor, go take your ass to school, please. I don't want you operating on me. You haven't got experience as a doctor, but most people. They're not doing that. Mm-hmm. They hate their job. I'm, I'm talking to people literally every day, DJ, every day who are saying, Princeton, eat what I do. Yeah. How do I get out of it? Take action. Take action. And that's what this podcast is about. So if you listen to this, you're going to get so much value because we're going to be talking about real practical stuff. And if you do, like DJ did, like all the friends I've talked to did, you will start seeing success in your life. Exactly. That's just a fact. It's just a fact. It's just a fact. It's only what's going to happen. I went so, to church this morning, and the message was glorify the, 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 the what's the word I'm looking for? The, the process? The process. Yeah. Oh, my God. Love it. Don't just glorify the end. Yeah. Don't See, just glorify the end. This is why I'm glad we are, we're doing this podcast, mm-hmm. because I think that's what it is, right? That's what it they is. They see the social media. You see everybody's end game, but you don't think about what, what did that person take do to get there? Exactly. It's like you're in the process with me right now. This is my process. Yeah. It's the power of this, this this podcast. What are we doing right now? We we don't we took our time yeah. to come here to do record this. this. Exactly. Because this is the process. It's the process. And we, we're enjoying gentlemen. it. I am this is we're enjoying this because I can we could be like, oh yeah, I can't wait till I got seven hundred million people listening and it's all yeah. across the world. But yeah. it's like it's still going to be us just sitting here talking. That's what I love. <laughs> it's going to be the same thing. And I think that's key. I think that's key. But you know what else I want to talk about? Another big thing that's going to stop you. Hmm. I want to know if you can guess it. I'll give you a couple chances. But can you guess what's the other big thing that's going to stop you? Fear your hand. Starts with the letter F. Fear. Ooh. I was finna say it before you gave yeah, me I a knew, hint. I knew you were. It was on my... But I, just, was... I wanted to make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just finna say it before you gave me a hint. I wish you wouldn't even have gave me one. Yeah, I, I should have. Oh, just man. I was, talking, I was talking to a girl, a friend of mine today at the barbershop. If you don't know, I cut hair. I'm an amazing barber. Hit me up on countrybumpkins.org. Tell That's the snaps. Another... Tell them the snaps. <laughs> um, the snaps. Just, just, just plug it real quick. Yeah, just plug it in real quick. Yeah. D-E-E-J-A-Y-E-D-M-O-N-D. Find me on Snapchat. Holler at me. Swipe up to get a cut. But I was talking to one of my friends today. She's a female DJ. Now, I remember multiple female DJs of mine who told me that they wanted to be DJs, and my simple advice to them was just get some turntables and do the shit, yeah. right? Stop being scary. Yeah. But a lot, of thing, a lot of times with women, a lot of women overthink. It's just like what women do. And my friends, I try to encourage them not to do that because I give them um, 
examples of how other people, how they look at other people. Yeah. Like, for instance, she's, she, she has overcame the hurdle of actually becoming a DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's doing that, but now she's kind of scared to talk on the microphone. She's like, how do you do that? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm just not scared. Yeah. You know what that's similar to? Not giving a fuck. Well, you know the videos I do on YouTube. So mm-hmm. you'll see me. Exactly. Like we did, we, me and Will, we recorded one during the Super Bowl. So it's like, like literally thousands of people walking by on the screens and people are like, like I took a girl out there to film me one time. Yeah. It was at Herman Park and she was like, how are you talking in front of these people? And I said, these people do not give a fuck about what you're doing. They don't care about us. It's like, if you, like you think about, so you've seen something crazy before, like maybe out when, when you out at the mall, right? How long did you think about that? Like two seconds, folks. <laughs> to think about that though. Like you see, if you see somebody doing something outrageous, running you, around naked, running around naked, you're going, you that might spark a, a three minute conversation. But after those three it, minutes, it would look like this though. Hey, DJ, bro, somebody's running around naked at the gallery today. For real, that's crazy, huh? Yeah. So what you what's yeah, exactly. up? So, <laughs> so, so what about the park? Yeah. So it's exactly. it's literally like three seconds. So I like to think about stuff like that as. It does. It just doesn't matter. Yeah, does. You know what I'm saying? It just honestly doesn't matter. And you should never let like people say this all day, bro. But can't nobody instill this into. It's like a a a a, a chip that people can instill in you. Mm-hmm. It's like people say, don't let nobody else like hinder the way you think, or don't let nobody else like control the way you think, or anything like that. Don't let nobody else tell you that you can't do this. Can you can't just really do not do that. Like it's so simple. Yeah. Like. If you want to talk on the on the microphone at a party, pick the microphone up and talk on it. You want you want to tell you want me to tell you one of the greatest things I've learned. What is if you do something long enough, it's almost like people just have to accept it. They have to accept it's it. It's like when I when I was closing deals, it's like <laughs> it's okay, true. I went and worked for my friends for free. Yeah, people used to be like Princeton. You got all these skills. Why are you doing that? Why are you working for these people for free? And I said. I'm building a paper trail. I record everything. I documented everything. And guess what? When I went to somebody that wanted to pay me, guess what I had right there? Everything. But if you don't get on the turntables, like you said, her situation, mm-hmm. you don't get on the turntables, How can you, you don't have work How can you to show somebody else. You're not a DJ. Not even a DJ. It's like the moment, this is why I love entrepreneurship. The moment you decide to make something, you create something. Even if nobody's buying it at first, you're that. You're an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. DJ, the moment you could go to your, I don't care if it's your cousin's wedding, and you could spin it that much. You could take pictures of it and be like, man, first gig is really blowing up. And people are not going to be like, oh, that's not a legit DJ gig. Like, it's nobody, nobody knows. Nobody, nobody knows. Nobody knows and nobody cares, number one. And, and not to cut you off, but I actually did the same thing, Mr. Hicks. What's that? I, when I first started being a man, I used to sneak in people's parties. And you snuck in some out. I, I, I snuck in all y'all shit, as a matter of fact. <laughs> really, I don't feel bad about it. You feel who Ron, who Ray? I I I I probably owe y'all about five hundred dollars right now. <laughs> so can we get that back? Negative. <laughs> Negative. We'd have made more than that, that night. Come on now. now. Yeah. But look, but look. Yeah. So what I'm saying is what I did, I had no intentions on being a master of ceremony. I knew in the back of my head, in order to elevate myself, I had to be a great public speaker. It's yeah. just as I now I can go anywhere. We can do anything. Exactly. I just I just know. That that I'm not scared of anybody. I'm not scared to talk to anybody. Because what are people really scared of, though? The, the like the criticism, the fear of rejection, like, or the, the, or, or the cr- rejection, of course. But I'm saying, okay, let's take my family. If you if you're listening to this, you know I love y'all to death, right? When I first left school, 
I, I faced some heavy criticism. Hmm. People literally like, Princeton, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Right? So nobody was really fucking with me. But all that talking behind my back, like, you know what I was accused of joining a cult? Like a cult. Yeah. They thought I was like drinking like blood and like- <laughs> Oh, shit. Like crazy shit like that. That's, yeah. well, that's the picture comes to mind when I think cult. Yeah. They thought I was in a cult. So that criticism was that just that, because people are gonna talk about you. Yeah. They're gonna talk about you. They're gonna talk about you in the back. You know, they, you, know, oh, you know, Preston, he's in a cult. But that is what is stopping people, because your mama gonna say this, because your daddy gonna say this, because your partner, who's not gonna be shit. And some of your partners are gonna be shit. But I, I just always say that because it's just what it's just, it's just, yeah, just, just percent of it. Yeah. It's just the reality. That person who's not going to do anything with their life, you're going to let them dictate what you're going to do. And me, they don't give, not giving a fuck, it's just like, you know what? Let them criticize me. Exactly. If, if I am out here recording a video and people walk by, oh, what the hell is he talking about? Okay, fine. Who are you? Yeah. I'm not, when I'm, when I'm old, when, like, think about this. Imagine living to 90 years old. And at 90 years old, you look back on life, you say, you know what? I play by all the rules. I, I did what everybody said I should do, but I didn't really enjoy life. Is that what you want? Is that what you want? Like that's what you're that's where you're headed. Is that if you, what you if want? You to just, do? If you just living by everybody else's expectations of you, that's where you're headed. That's not that's not me trying to push any ideology on you. That's reality. You're listening to what everybody else is saying. You're not ever living your what what they say your truth. I, I don't I hate saying that expression because it sounds so you know what I'm Text saying. But you get what I'm yeah. saying. It, you're not living for yourself. You're not creating your own reality. I think that's that's really the big one. I'm sorry, you know, I had to put you on snap. That's all it was, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all, we in the middle of the podcast, Mama's House, the Penthouse. Don't worry about me, Penthouse people. We just um, taking a brief intermission. But I just wanted to give a shout out to everybody that's listening to us on Snap and all our social medias. Yeah, um, Mr. Hicks, do you want to give a shout out to everybody on my Snap, please? Everybody on DJ Snap. Uh, I want we want to show you how we're doing this. We want to take you on the journey of entrepreneurship, how to build a business, how to live the life that you're in control. Most importantly, how to get out of your mom's house oh, and I get was, into a penthouse. I was definitely at my mom's house. So, so yeah, we, we, coming, coming back to it, though. So we, we were talking about fear for a second. and You were going on a little rant, but I, I had to drop that about the criticism because I think in another one you just said, rejection. Oh. <sighs> That's, that's that's so big. That was that was one of the main things that she was scared of as becoming a um well she hurdled the becoming a DJ phase. Yeah. Um I think the only thing with that was she just didn't have the proper equipment. But now that she got that, she just cannot imagine herself talking over to a crowd of people. She said one of the things was she was she of course with fear of rejection. She believes that the crowd is going to Stop dancing and look at her and say, like, what, the, what, what are you doing? Why are you talking on the mic? You, it's crazy. It's how, crazy how people can work that I, up in I, I their saying, mind, Yeah, I was right? going to say, it's like you overblow it. Like, she probably thinks like, as soon as she get on there, it's going to be like a cartoon. People going to start throwing tomatoes and shit. Like, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like what do you, what do you think? Like, get off the stage! Like, <laughs> people are going to start throwing tomatoes. Come on, y'all. Like, be realistic in life. You got to be realistic. You have to be realistic. Yeah. People are not going to do half the shit. The, the you worst you're going to get is like people saying, you might hear somebody walking out like, I don't know why she got on the mic. That's the worst you're going to get. And then, but, but you have to be bad to get, to get better. You have to. You have to take these L's. People run away from them losses. Yeah. People run away from them losses. Please feel free. If you, if you ever watch my stuff and think I'm a good public speaker, 
Please feel free to go to my YouTube and watch the first video. <laughs> please. Please. Oh, I leave man, it on I purpose. Wish, one of the things I wish that I would have done back my uh, when I first started being a master of ceremony or MC is documenting. Yeah, just stuff. to show people oh, like. Oh, my God. Because people look at you like. Mike Presence. Just kinda, yeah, like, I'm just, like I just started off like, with this. Ooh. Boom. Yeah, I'm, right. yeah that's, Mike that, Presence. That's just right. crazy. And that's why I feel like when people see somebody who can speak or somebody with personality, a lot of that's built. That's built up. And that's why I think, that's why I think I, I'm glad she's actually taking those steps. But it's just it's about shattering that comfort zone. The the what they say it's an old saying: self development. Fear stands for f- false events appearing real. Mm. And I, I've heard that so many times. And it, I've heard it so many times. To me, at this point, it feels cliche, but it's so it's so true. Like she's literally in her mind blown up this idea that if she gets up on stage. I just wish love to talk about what she thinks gonna happen, like what she thinks is gonna happen, like all the scenarios. It's because even when people don't like a DJ, what, Will, you, you've done millions of parties at this point. What happens when people don't like a DJ? The, the worst thing. First thing is when we even talk about you, they're not even gonna come up to you and tell you yeah. about it. They're not even gonna say nothing to the party. Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll be in somebody's room later. Later. Like, I didn't like that DJ. Yeah, DJ you, was... You'll never hear that. You'll never hear You're, that. You'll never hear it. But you're getting better each time. Yeah. And you should be able to take that criticism feedback because some of it will be valid. I want to use McDaniels, DJ McDaniels as an example. DJ McDaniels. A lot of people don't know me and McDaniels created this shit. Okay, when I say this shit, I mean it all. Whatever you think I'm talking about, that's what I'm talking about right now. When I was in college, my freshman year in college, do you know how DJ McDaniels started DJing? How he started DJing? He had an iPhone 4. There was a DJ app called iDJ. Mm-hmm. We had kickbacks because we was dirt Broke. Oh my God. We had no we had so much of no money. We tried to play it off and act like we were just too cool to go to niggas parties. This is like we didn't have ten dollars for you. Mm-hmm. We just didn't. Okay? Which is the reason why when we throw parties and, and I say if you don't have it, bro, just don't come. I know that feeling. I, mm-hmm. I didn't have it before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he started on an iPhone 4. Mm-hmm. He turned kickbacks. Upside down. I love that though. I love that because he didn't. It's like people would make excuses, like you said, even with the turntables. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have the turntables, I can't do it. But iPhone, iPhone. He he tore my kickbacks up to the point to where people came to our kickbacks instead of the parties. Yeah. It's how it worked. And see, that's what. I, but see, when I start doing videos, right? I not people help me with my videos now. I get I like friends even be like, I'll help you with it. Like Wheels came out there a lot of times and helped me with it. But when I first started, it was literally me just going to set up a camera. Mm-hmm. Me by myself. Some of the shots are messed up because I got to try to do it myself. But that that idea, I think, what's good to touch on is that you don't have to have a billion dollars or a million dollars to do it. To do anything. There's the, way, the world we're living in now is so much different than, say, even just the 80s. Like, you couldn't have done idea. You couldn't have done that. Yeah. But now we are living in this time. So don't tell me about... Well, in the eight, like you're not in the eight. Yeah, that has nothing to do with it. Twenty seventeen. Yeah, like you need to understand what you're in. Exactly. So I I think that's I love that. Yeah, and then just to see where he's at now, I mean, like it went from DJing the iPhone to DJing, uh, DJing. I mean, DJing on the iPhone to DJing kickbacks at the house. He finally got some bullshit turntables. I mean, Mm -hmm. some of the ones that cost like one fifty, right? Got them. Immediately start banging shit up. From there, he went on to actually DJing parties. And then got on to some of the liveest nightclubs in Houston, Texas. And I remember those conversations with him. I remember that whole process. So to see that 
and to see where he's at now, I just know how it works. Yeah. I just know that fear is what holds people back. Mm-hmm. I remember when he wanted to DJ at Privé so bad, Will. I remember those days. And now people are literally booking no, him months in advance. He's booked. He's booked. We can't even get yeah. him. I can't get him. It's, I'm not even mad at it. And you know, I, you know another great DJ that I saw come up, I could use for example, DJ Mr. Rogers. Exactly. And I, I know DJ Mr. Rogers person. Hope you don't get mad about me telling saying this. Right? Right, he's a, he's first, an entrepreneur. When I first met, when I was I was on the yard about to become Omega at Prairie. Do you know DJ Rogers? I don't know if y'all are familiar with what Q Oil is, but it's it's a mix that they do on college campuses. He, DJ Mr. Rogers started off DJ for Q Oil. Mm-hmm. Not paid a jug. I saw them hand him a jug of of. You know the little shit with Sheps and Oak Farms come in? Mm-hmm. I saw them hand him a jug out the back. Yeah. And that was his payment for the night. And he but just you, rocked but the party. You, but you know what that was? What was that? That was him understanding what you just... Just put it out there. Just now put I out need there. a body of work. I need a body of work before I can go to somebody else and say, say I, can, I, I need that. to prove this skill. The Q-Dogs start selling Rogers. I guarantee you they did look, that. Look, and this is what I'm saying. Rogers, another person you cannot... You can't. And the fee he's going to hit you with now, Oh, you man. better not come to him talking about some damn q <laughs> so what I'm saying is, what I'm getting at though is, every, nobody like we just said, nobody wants to be bad. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants that period where they are just in the shit. Mm-hmm. That's the best way I can put. It. Nobody wants that period where they're just like, giving away like, free yeah, shit. Like, oh just, yeah, I'm not gonna work for free. Like who are you? Yeah. Like who? Do you, one of that's the, another big one. Mm-hmm. Who do you think you? Are? Who do you think you are? And that's something that that's something that everybody needs to slap on the wrist for. I studied Napoleon Hill, one of the main successful. Think and grow rich. One of the main success principles that he went over is figure out what you want to do mm-hmm. and you best to start giving that shit away for free yep. right now. Mm-hmm. You have to give it away for free because otherwise, how do people it's know like, if you're good at it? You know, somebody's smirking right now. Mm. I ain't working for free. Like, like, well, right, we'll I have to say, who do you think you, like who, like you, these people, people have this, I feel like that's something, ego, right? That's all it is. But people it ain't nothing have else this but ego. sense of themselves like, you know what, I ain't working for free like you haven't proven that you can do this work. Maybe you know I could have been the best public speaker in my room ever created. But if I can't show anybody else that I'm a great public speaker, why would anybody hire me? Exactly. And and the same thing for I just got booked for a th- I I tell y'all, I just got booked for a thousand dollars to book, to be a master of ceremony somewhere. Think about where did that. You start, how much where would you start at? Bro, I snuck in the parties for for I snuck. I, I, I paid give, give to a background. MC. Give background. Give background. Oh, man. You remember you said you used to walk in with the mic. Not oh, because you wanted to MC. Because you wanted to get in the party. For free. Listen, I was so broke. All my friends just happened to be DJs. I, I mean, that's just something that happened to happen. So I, I would take the mic from them and say, give me the core. Give me the mic. I'm going to come in a little bit like 12. And I'm just going to tell the promoter, I'm bringing the mic to the DJ. I'm finna go. I got to study in the morning. Yeah. So I would always say, I'm finna be right back five minutes, ten minutes. I'm finna just get a mic and leave. But I would go in. But it was one moment where the promoter looked at me in my face and started pointing at me. So I immediately plugged the mic in and just started emceeing. That was the first day I ever emceed. <laughs> and from there, my friends looked at me like, what are you doing? I just kept talking. Because it's just like. Now you're getting $1,000 booking. $1,000 so booking. this is what I'm saying about how most people see the world. They don't, when they see you, if I would have been in the party and I saw you having to plug in the mic as fast as possible so you don't get kicked out, it's no way in my mind I see that that's the person who's going to get booked for thousands of dollars and Man eventually up. more. There's no, 
you there's no way that you look at that and say this person becomes that person. And that's what people don't understand. Yeah. When you see the person, you laughing at them, you criticizing them. They broke. They not. They don't got the nicest stuff on. They just in the background. You laughing at them. That's the person. That's the person. That's the one when you see him later and, and everybody like, man, you the man. How you do it? He was right there in front of you. He did it. He's at the party sneaking in. Plug because he wasn't scared. In. I wasn't scared. He wasn't scared. Yeah, you could have got kicked out. But you well, just did it. Went to the next one. If you would have got kicked out, it's not like you would have died. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's not like they were going to say, come to the back. And they were going to summon me. You've been sneaking in parties. I'm going to show you now. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, what's going to happen? Hey, bro, you got to leave. All right. <laughs> All right. Like, and that happened plenty of times. You know what I'm saying? But not like they're gonna I've been kicked out of some of the biggest nightclubs. Nike Mikey kicked me out of life because I wasn't in dress code. And you just... I remember did that. Did just book you, though? Yeah, but that's the thing, though. That's the thing. Um, I'm not mad at him for that. I was a, I was yeah. a fucking nobody. Exactly. I was but a the, fucking nobody. But you hitting exactly what I'm saying, though. You didn't take it to the ego. you like, no. yes, I'm not, I haven't done anything. I haven't done anything yet. Like, who am I to argue with one of the guys who are running the nightlife industry? Yeah, exactly. You is know? He, but now what I do... What you do? Is I wear fucking shorts wherever I want. Because. Because I need to be there. I take shit to the next level is what I do. people say, this is a... Per- like, for example, this is a crazy... This is what baffles me. I have a course right now. The Entrepreneur. Mm. I'm literally giving away the game for free. The, it, by the way, if y'all want to check it out, go to imanactiontaker.com. I'll let you in. Right because now. it's not going it's gonna come down. And when it's when this free course comes down, literally it goes over everything we're talking about, you're gonna be like, damn. Now you're gonna be hitting pray. up me, you're gonna be hitting up DJ. He's gonna be like, the number is the number. Yeah. But you know, like he said about getting into parties or not having the ten dollars to get in, understand that too. Mm-hmm. Um sometimes you just miss opportunities. And I feel it's unfortunate if you don't, but I'm getting off track. There's so much people putting stuff out there for free. Because I'm not trying to give an overbloated sense of myself. I know what I tell people is works. I know it's good. And I'm, I'm, I have no problem with having to prove that. Then you get to a point where the momentum starts building. Like I'm seeing it build right now, honestly. That now you can be the person who walks in who's like, oh yeah, I'm the shit. Mm-hmm. You can't be that person before you actually oh, put in the work exactly. to be that person. Exactly. And that's why I think it's so funny when I see your story and why I wanted to do this podcast with you. Because you're somebody I've looked at. Who I've seen the entire thing, like mm-hmm. I said, from sneaking in our parties over and over. I literally, if I, you know, I, I want, can I tell him how I met you? Let me, please, I, let me tell him. Please. DJ came to our party. We had a party called Play Houston. It's the one we did with Matthew Knowles. We had a dress code. DJ would show up. This was so funny. I'm going to tell you something first. I'm going to tell you the story first. I'm going to tell you something what he told me. Later, I felt kind of bad. <laughs> I was telling Will, I was like, bro, boy who keeps coming in out of dress code. In a fucking cowboy. Kick hat. his ass out. I went and talked to this man. I said, look, bro. Got to come in here better. He came in in a cowboy hat. Keep in this old upscale night. People with suits and stuff are walking in. He walked in in a cowboy hat. So I'm trying to kick him out. Will's like, nah, he cool, man. He go to TSU. So later down the road, fast forward, I'm talking to him at the dorm room. This is right before you graduated. Mm-hmm. And I, I said, yeah, man, I remember you coming in. He said, yeah, man, I apologize about that. I ain't have clothes. How do you think I feel? He wasn't, he wasn't like, oh, I'm fuck your dress code. He was, I didn't have clothes. I didn't have no clothes. Niggas I, don't know that. I, I didn't have clothes. People don't know that. You didn't have clothes, but where are you at? Where are we talking from right now? Ben Miles. How does it happen? How, oh, you, but so somebody who'll see you, since I got to see all that, which I, I'm, I'm, I love talking to people who I got to see all of it. People act like you magically got here. Yeah. People are going to look at you. Some people, people who don't listen to this podcast, and I'm hoping everybody listening to this, 
People are gonna look at your story and think you just popped up here. Just popped up. Like just. Mm, yeah, it's magic. You got like everybody instantly loved everything you did. Everybody was just cheering you on. It just happened that way. Yeah. Not any skill, not any technique, anything. Not overcoming fears, getting out your comfort zone. Not Sneak learning about how party. to be systematic. Mm-hmm. Not any of that. Just I'm at this hole. I'm just and here. you should respect me. It's crazy. It's crazy. That's what they call entitlement, everybody. You want to look that up. You feel like you're entitled to something that you don't deserve. That's a big one. It's a super big one, man. I, I really appreciate going over that, too, because um, to go a little bit more into depth about that, and I think we, uh, are we wrapping it up or we keep yeah, let, going? Let's, we'll, uh, yeah, we, we'll wrap it up after, after, after this. We'll yeah. go over everything in a second. But that was a very um, personal time in my life at that moment. Um, but I used to sneak in y'all shit. I, um, I actually was going through, uh, I woke up one morning, and a lot of people don't know. I mean, I, the thing is about me, I, I was destined to be this person that I am now. Yeah. In the past, I always, I never followed anybody. I always felt, did my yeah. own thing. Like when it was mandatory to be a gangster back in 06, I just wasn't. Yeah. I told gangsters to drop me off at the crib. I'm just not doing it. Yeah, I just yeah, wasn't yeah. doing it. Fast forward to um, those situations, like with the dress code. I woke up one morning and I, um, I said, uh, I'm tired of being chubby. Yeah. I'm just point blank tired of it. Yeah. This is where I received majority of my respect from the community. Yeah, fitness. When I, fitness. Yeah. I, I woke up. I literally said, I'm like, you woke up and said, yeah, I'm yeah, not doing yeah, this anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, I, was, I was broke. Up. I was broke. Yeah. I'm tired. Yeah, I'm tired of this. I woke up and said, I'm not living like this anymore. Yeah. I'm going to get me some abs and women are going to double text me. It's just what's going to happen. Yeah, double text is important. <laughs> double text is important. Fellas, if you want to get double text, listen to what I'm about to say. I woke up and I said, I want to be double text. Okay. I want women to double text me. Three to four times. You do what you wanted. <laughs> <Hey>, message. <laughs> message. <laughs> so I got up and I went federal in the gym. Is, can we say that's massive action? Oh, that's what that is. And all of that leads up to the reason why I didn't have any clothes. I was so eager. How bad do you want it? Right? How bad do you want a million dollars? How mad? How bad do you want to wake up in the penthouse? It's hard to do how this. How bad do you want to get double? How bad do you want to get double text, fellas? I woke up and I changed my mind and my life. I threw away every single piece of clothing that did not have to do with the gym. I did that. I know what it takes to lose a bunch of weight in a short, a short period of time. I threw everything away. And in that time frame was the time that I realized that I can do whatever it is that I want to do. I start going to the guys who threw parties at Matthew Knowles' dad's house in a cowboy hat in the same white t-shirt. If you did not notice, Mr. Hicks, I had Two jeans, two, two pairs of jeans. I remember both pairs. I remember they, they was trues. <laughs> I, I love the trues. Both pairs. They was trues. They was fake trues that I bought online. You had like a yellow flannel too, though. I had that. Yeah, yeah. it was. I had the same. Which was the most disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> it was the most disrespectful. But I just started. I started feeling myself. It was nothing that I couldn't do. Mm-hmm. I didn't know these guys. Yeah. I don't know why I met them. Yeah. I was just like, it's going down you, over what, here. What you ever thought we'd be here? No. No, that's what I'm saying. And I love what you just put. I, I love what you just said because even when you talk about reading books like uh, Think and Grow Rich, what do they talk about? Burning desire. How bad do you want it? Do you I, really I want it? I feel like when I talk to most people, I've talked to, I don't know, this is no exaggeration, probably thousands of people who told me they want to start a business at this point. And out of that, how many, what percentage would you say have actually done it? All right, 10. Ooh, that's high. Super Jeez. high. 
Super? One. One mm. percent. I literally talk to people every day. They're telling me, I want to start this. I want to do this. I got, I got a hairline. I got a makeup line. I'm a promoter. Um, what is it? What's the other ones everybody talks about? Bundles, real estate, anything right. you can, everything. They say, I do all these things, but I, I, a year from now, two years from now, they're doing the same thing they always did. But like you said, it was a burning desire. What took me off the floor, what'll take you off the, well, maybe you're not sleeping on your mama's floor, but if you are, what'll take you off your mama's floor, out your mama's house, what'll take you from being broke, what'll take you from a shitty job in corporate America, what'll take you from a life that you fucking hate is that burning desire. Because let me tell you what it is. Sorry about that. I knocked that over. No, let okay. me tell you what it is. When you have a burning desire, there's not anything that exists on this earth that's going to stop you from getting what you want. Oh my God. I couldn't have stopped DJ from getting in our parties if I wanted to. It's like the universe was moving to help him get in our <laughs> Every Every week, every swinging week and I was now, in it. Looking back, it was because we were meant to be on this podcast talking to you right now. That's what it was. It was nothing could that could stop, stop that, right? I, I was going on a path, and when we met up, I said, this is a person that is on the same path and the same trajectory as me, and I need to meet this person. I need to be around this person. But the thing I'm saying is, it's about taking that desire and saying, I will move mountains. I will do whatever the hell. I will sleep on floors. I will go without. I will do what I have to do to live how I want. Oh, my God. You're speaking my language. I will move out of this penthouse and go sleep on my mother's floor exactly. if I have to. If you have to. I know what it's like. I will go on a year diet if I have, if I have to. Because I, I swear, I, if what, you see me move out of here, Mr. Hicks, know what I'm doing. You, what you say, if what I you pull say, up in a brand new Toyota brand 2017, new. Mm-hmm. you best to freaking know I'm, I'm getting no, that check. I'm not going to lie to you. The new Camry looks good, though. I'm in it. Do what I'm saying. It looks good. So it's not like... 2006. <laughs> yeah, How about that? But what I'm saying is, though, like you said, I think... There's a, have you ever heard the story about burning the boats? Mm, right? Mm. Okay. So they, about, it's a tribute to a bunch of people. Sometimes they say that Cortez talked about it, which if you don't know, that's who conquered like Mexico, Aztecs, and stuff like that. But I heard it from an old story about Achilles, the Iliad, Trojan War, right? So when they landed, they had all the wooden boats behind them, right? You know, they wanted to motivate the men to fight. So they got on the boats and they said, how can we motivate the men to fight? Motivate the men to fight. So what they immediately did general said you know what go burn all the boats they burnt all the boats so the men on the beach the only way they could get back home they had to go take the city they gave them that type of motivation so when you have that burning desire you're literally saying i'm burning the boats i'm about to do this shit no matter what i'm not about to sit back because my mom said it those little petty concerns Hmm. those things remove themselves out your mind it's it it has to happen (laughs) One more, one more, one more example of the burning desire to do Go ahead, whatever please. you want to do please. and get it done. And I feel like this should be our last topic right here. And then we'll wrap it up, Mr. Okay. Hicks. But what I'm saying is, I remember a man who goes by the name of Mr. Hardwell, William Hardwell, who's actually still back there working, as we stated. He, in the, the entire time. The entire working. time he's still working, what I'm trying to let you guys know. But what I'm saying is, I remember a little play that we used to call the Million Dollar Mansion Party, right? I remember getting a million dollar mansion right i remember unloading furniture to set up for the million dollar mansion party the day prior to to mm-hmm. to this day that we were setting up yeah. i remember unloading furniture right and i remember four african men coming up to me and zoo holding guns to our face saying mm-hmm. how did you get in my house mm-hmm. they said what are you doing here mm-hmm. how did you get in and if you say anything other than what i'm trying to hear i will 
peel your freaking cap back blue right here. And I say, sir, please let me explain. Fast forward, I get in the car wheel, the, 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 it's raining hell, it's raining all type of stuff oh, on, our, on our I front. I actually have footage of this. Yes, we, I, I really want to put this out. It's raining cats and dogs on all of the furniture. Long story short, they allowed us to get out. It was some janky business with the realtor. We had a, a, a mansion that was worth so much money that we was going to throw a party at. The realtor was doing janky business. Long story short, we stuck outside 17 hours before the party. And I'm looking at Mr. William Hardwell like, I gave up. Mm-hmm. I'll I, I tell you the truth, Will. I gave up on us at that moment. I gave up. Will say, what are you doing? I remember the look on his face. He's like, he's like, he wasn't worried at all. It's almost like he knew it was gonna pan out how I'm finna do. I'm like, why are you not tripping? Well, I guess it was my birthday, so I was thinking the worst. Like, yeah. wow, we sell all these tickets. We finna have to refund all this money. They don't even know. Nobody knows except us right now. I don't think you knew it this time. No, I did. Oh, you did. Yeah, we was on the phone with you. So, lo and behold, Mr. Hardwell, I don't know how he found a whole nother mansion. Imagine. He just didn't give up. He said, you know, he's I've been waiting to tell me. He said, Oh no, we having this party. Oh give a fuck what we having it. And this party is happening. Refused. Right? He refused not to have the party. Meanwhile, I'm in the back. If it was up to me, I would have gave up, folks. I would have gave up. It's the burning desire. He burnt the boats. The party the party was going to happen. He called me. Not to mention we had the liveest man million dollar manager party we've ever had. Yeah. And he called me though. He called me when he had me said, Princeton. He was just excited on the phone. He said, I, I was not having it. Yeah. Like, fuck that. Fuck that. I, I have to use that language because it's the only way I can explain what he was saying to me. He's mm-hmm. like, I and I think, like you said, that was a great story to kind of just bring it home. We talked about a lot of things today. Mm-hmm. We talked about systems. We talked about overcoming fear. We talked about burning the boats, having a burning desire. We talked about self-discipline, which is huge is what's going to make you implement. But above all, I want you to get this concept. Hold on. Let's, let's bring it in real quick, DJ. I'm bringing it in. Massive, Let me hold the mic in my hand. Massive action. What am I talking about when I say massive action? I'm talking about doing the shit that everybody else will not do to live how everybody cannot. You want to be in a penthouse? You want to get the girl? You want the dude in your life? You want to be double text. Double text. That's so big. You want abs? I don't care what you want to do in life. The only way to get there, especially when you're coming from the bottom, is massive action. I want you to remember those things we talked about today. Rewind this podcast, play it back, do everything we talked about, because we're going to be going in in depth. We're going to be bringing you stuff like this every week. And also, I want you to... We're going to to drop the social medias in a second. Okay. I want to... You can DM us. You can hit us with topics and stuff y'all want to talk about because we're going we're gonna to get people out of their mama's house. I've created something. I, have I told you about what I call the MHI? Uh-uh. The Mama House Index. Oh, I call it the Mama House Index. Is like basically, you was the first person to hit it. No, second person. No, you're the first person to hit it. Everybody I get out of their mama's house, I'm going to mark it down. Yeah. I'm going to say, hey, you, you hit me and be like, Prince, I got out of my mama's house. Boop. Two people. Mama house, I'm trying to get that. I'm trying to get it over. I'm trying to get it over a million. I'm trying to build one million seven figure businesses in the next 25 years. And if you listen to this podcast, I want you to be one of them. We got stuff in place to help you do that. That's why this podcast exists. And not only that, I'm trying to create a future where you're in control. Mm. So please, please, DJ, could you tell them where to find you? Where to snap? Well, Snapchat, as I told you recently, you can find me on Snap at D E E J A Y E D M O N D. Um. 
I service a lot of Snapchat pages. We won't go into depth about that. That's where you can find my main page. I do a lot of different things on there. I am a politician. I am for the people. Remember that. Don't judge me for what you see on my Snap. <laughs> I do I do things for the masses, okay? I simply do what people want. That's just what I do. You can find me on Instagram at Country Cowboy. No, you cannot. I I, I, I don't know what I currently switched my name. Yeah. You can find me on Instagram at The Walking Billboard or Uncut CEO. You can find me on Cyberspace at countrybumpkins.org. You can also book your haircut there. You can check out my daily. Um, oh, I don't. Be- I don't start a haircut. Yeah, Beast. I'm, um, a, I'm about to start getting cuts from you. Yeah. No, no, no. That's, that's easy. That's easy. I'm trying to get Will uh, over there, too. But, you know, his barber. Relationships with barbers, women, yeah, if you don't like, know, yeah. men do go with men. And it's only because they're no, barbers. A bar- no, a barber, will, a barber will fuck your haircut up if you go to another barber. Like, when you get into a relationship with a barber, it's like, you be like, man, serious. I can't just, yeah. I can't leave you. I can't leave, I can't leave you. So, so who cut your hair? Yeah, so who cut your hair, fam? Nah, but, but, while I was at the barbershop, DJ had posted a video from when he did cut my hair up one time. And one of the other barbers, he followed me on Instagram. And he said, he walked up to me when I first sat in the chair. Mm-hmm. Tell him you be getting your hair cut by that other nigga. Tell <laughs> 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 True story, man. But that's where you can find me at. And you can always hit me up. My email is countrycowboy at uh, gmail.com. I have a person working there for me. But we do. Uh, <laughs> I like how you transparent, though. Yeah. Uh, we do respond back to everything. My team is a very um, hardworking team, and I love everybody who works mm-hmm. under me and with me because nobody works for me. We all work together. And um, Mr. Hicks, I would love for you to um, tell them where they can find you at. Okay, so Mr. Hicks, if, that, if you know me through do that, you're going to know me as Mr. Hicks. My name is Princeton Hicks. And literally, on everything, Princeton Hicks. But it's not spelled like the school. It's pronounced like the school. Please don't call me Preston. Please don't do it. I'm saying it right now. It's Princeton. But it's P-R-I-N-S-T-O-N-H-I-C-K-S Hicks. Um, anything you want to learn about entrepreneurship, I encourage you. Run to. Don't walk. Don't tread. Run to takingmassiveaction.com. I post stuff. This is where all the content comes out. I have multiple podcasts. Uh, this is one of the favorite ones I've enjoyed recording this today. I just want to put that out there, DJ. Mm-hmm. You've been excellent. I can't wait to do more. But anyway, takingmassiveaction.com. And if you are interested in building a business from scratch, I'm an actiontaker.com. That's I'm an actiontaker.com. You're going to go to a landing page. You can sign up for the entrepreneur. I'm letting people in there right now so they can learn how to build a business from scratch. That's a free course right now, but it won't be free forever. And what happens when it's not free anymore? You have to pay the price. And guess what the price is? The price is going to be the price. The price is going to be the price. (laughs) It's going to help you. It's going to help you, but it's just going to be the price. It's going to be the price. This is what it's going to be. So that's where you can find me everywhere. Princeton Hicks. Go there. P-R-I-N-S-T-O-N-H-I-C-K-S. And we're going to be bringing you more Mama's house to the penthouse. You got any last words to say to him, DJ, before we sign off? Air table. <laughs> We're going to talk about that. We need to do a podcast about, about table, like, yeah. like apps and stuff that you should use to mm-hmm. make this shit easy. Yeah, I, you're making it hard on yourself. Yeah, for doing that. But now, I just want to thank everybody for listening. And like I said, I'm a very reachable person. I'm not a celebrity. I'm a, a everyday person. You're right. Uh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a celebrity. I don't. I, don't, I, I have. Con- a celebrity. always say they're not celebrity. Yeah. No, I'm not. Uh, uh, I think I'm not. Uh, other people might. I just want you to feel like you can always hit me up. Yeah, I might not respond. I might. I'm very approachable. You I don't not want text back, ladies. Oh, oh shit. Let's not even go there. Um. Yeah. As far as that, I mean, 
I just like to thank everybody from uh, for, for for joining us, and I want you to reach out to one of your friends, and let them know where they can find this beautiful podcast. Because at first, a lot of things will be slept on. Like we're going to be talking to ourselves for the first couple of weeks, but once people realize that this content, <laughs> <laughs> once people realize that this content is very worth it's listening, hope. To, it's Ooh, hope. life it's like changing, good content. They're going to change. They're going to switch over and start listening to us. So just be one of those first people who. So you can thing. be, cause you can yeah. be the elitist. Like, yeah, can, yeah I was, y'all been, getting man. on them. I've yeah. been on them. Been on them, boy. That's how it kind of got to be. So, um, like I said, I appreciate uh, everybody for listening and just understand that everything is possible. I'm not a uh, uh, alien. I didn't swoop down from from planet yeah. entrepreneur and it feels just, like it sometimes. yeah, sometimes it do, but that's not what happened. We did start from the bottom. Now we're here. You know what I'm saying? And everything is achievable. You just have to do it. Just cannot care. You can't be fear. You can't be fearful. You can't not have a system. You can't do any of these things that we said do. You can't just not skip over. You have to have that burning desire, ladies and gentlemen. So with that, I would like to include anything else from you, Mister. Yeah. Okay. No, like I said, same thing. I just want to thank y'all. Um, I, I wake up every day and I'm shocked that I get to do this. I get to talk about this shit. You know me, I talk forever. Mm-hmm. I get to talk about what I love. But also, I think when people come up to me and talk about how we've helped them, how we've changed their lives, and how we built something, that's that's big. One thing about me, I always try to give it to people real, and we'll always give it to you honest and real here. One reason I wanted to bring DJ on with me is because I wanted to have a different perspective from somebody from a completely different, well, I don't know completely, but you know what I mean, a different background. Mm-hmm. But I want to thank y'all for watching. Um, Keep watching. We're going to create a future where you're in control. We're going to create a future where you're living how you want, you're buying what you want, dating who you want, you're doing what you want in life. You're discovering what's possible. That's what I believe I'm here for. That's what I believe I've been put on this earth for. So if you're the first ones to adopt this, just know you're in for some good content. And uh, let's we want to close out on that. Want to close out on that. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for listening. And uh, let's go from Mama's house to Penthouse. Let's get it.